0: Because we also want to compete in the woke Olympics and we want to take responsibility. The insensitivity towards those who have suffered in the past or will suffer in the future by these individuals and historical places has led us to canceling them in 2020. Because of their words and actions, we will no longer be mentioning or looking up to these people or places from this day forward and listeners. We cannot name them all because this list is enormous, but the following are just a few examples of why they will be removed from history for their monstrous behavior. First, Jesus Christ. He spoke of peace and love for all humanity, but rather than taking a stand against slavery, he explained the proper ways and rules that a master should abide by when dealing with his slaves. That's despicable. Next, Muhammad, for being involved with slave trading and making war on nations, even with his own people. How dare you, sir! <laughs> Next, Mahatma Gandhi, for hailing Mussolini as, and I quote, one of the great statesmen of our time. Mr. Gandhi is clearly a monster, and history will not remember him for it. <laughs> <laughs> and to make this list a little shorter, The entire continent of Africa. Africa has participated in slavery for thousands of years. Some voluntary to pay off debts and others were captured and sold to white slave traders and even Islamic nations. How could such practices be allowed? It's truly heartbreaking. And then there's us. That's right. The geek out heroes. (laughs) Our jokes have been insensitive and dismissive because we see all people as equal. And they should be equal. We've made jokes that simply are unacceptable. So we are canceling ourselves. Again. (laughs) (laughs) So listeners, of course, we're, you know, I'm not being serious and this is all out of satire. Uh, But I just want to point out the lunacy of the amount of hoops that people jump through. To try and get basically, basically cancel history Uh, And anything else that we, that we deal with in our lives, just because of things that have happened in the past, without taking anything into perspective, they literally see everything through tunnel vision of right and wrong. And don't think of there, there's some perspective here. And and you have to look at that throughout history. We aren't condoning things, you know, atrocities that happened in our history, but we do have to look at them in, in as ways of moving forward. And learning from our mistakes, that's how humanity works. That's how we grow. We become better by looking at our past. At some point, you have
1: to move forward.
0: Removing things like movies. If you're looking to Gone with the Wind as a historical representation of slavery, then you have a lot more problems than we can fix because you're an idiot. No, No one's looking to movies that are made strictly for entertainment as historical fact. You can't even look to movies that say based on a true story as historical fact. That's been proven time and time again. So HBO removing on the Win and saying we have to create a disclaimer that tells people this. People should know they're watching something for entertainment to begin with. When I watch the movie The Help, I don't take that all as fact. It's not telling every single story of every single person that took the, you know, that, that participated in something that, like that back then. The same thing goes for most movies. So when you, when you say we should get rid of these things, I mean, seriously, it's, it, you know, it's like people who want to deface statues and remove them. Should some of these statues still be staying in the areas they are as prominent monuments? Maybe not. Some of them should probably be moved to museums where people can learn about what happened back then, hear about what was taking place back then. Why were things like this? Why did this continue for so long? That's, that's where the lessons should be learned but turning around and saying okay we should get rid of the jefferson you know the jefferson memorial we should get rid of you know people turn- trying to deface the lincoln memorial like y- you're basically saying we should erase our history because there are bad shit there's bad shit that happened hate to tell you this general grant who fought for the north wasn't you know a perfect person he owned slaves
1: as many of our presidents did
0: <laughs> yeah our, you know, our president's owned slaves, you know, General Grant owned slaves. We had, we had people who, who literally ended up in <laughs> laying the groundwork for abolishing slavery who owned slaves. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, even, even Lincoln wasn't an abolitionist.
0: No, Lincoln you know, even uh, said it himself that if he had to keep slavery in order to preserve the union, his main concern listeners was preserving the United States as a nation. And if he said, he said, if he had to keep slavery in order to do that, he would do it. He didn't want to, but for him, it was neither here nor there. It became an issue of, I want to make sure I preserve our nation because we are, we are stronger together. He knew that he could see that. But if you're sitting there saying, oh, we should take down these statues and stuff like that. I, there are statues of Alexander the great still out in the world. And that guy was a murderer and conqueror to many nations. And he's today looked to by by tons and tons of people as inspiration. Do you do you not see <laughs> the fact that like when you look through our history, humanity is responsible for terrible atrocities. But that doesn't change the fact that we still look to our history to see how we can improve ourselves. You know, The whole learn from history, doomed to repeat it. Yeah. yeah. Germany still <laughs> has you
1: know. if it's not there, <laughs> guess what?
0: You're doomed to repeat it. <laughs> Germany still has concentration camps up to to remind everyone that this should never happen again. So if you want to get rid of things, then we have like, you, you know, because they have terrible atrocities, we're going we're to have to erase 99% of our movies, 99% of our entertainment, 99% of the, you know, our history, just because people don't like what it stood for.
1: This makes me uncomfortable. It needs to be
0: removed. Anyways, that's, that's the whole reason why I, I put that together is just because like I sat there, I'm like, people are saying some of the dumbest and doing some of the dumbest things I've ever seen. And it's simply because it, if you know, they feel offended by something and I, I just, I don't get it. You're, you're looking at the world through tunnel vision instead of seeing a larger perspective, the big the bigger picture of we should be using these things as ways to improve ourselves. But
2: what do I know? We're canceled. So. so I'm, I'm thinking since this is a self-inflicted canceling, that should at least get us a silver.
0: (laughs) I think so. Yeah. When it comes to, when it comes to the podium standings, I think, I think we're going to get a silver. I think we're okay. We might be just behind the celebrities who sat there and told everybody they take responsibility because, you know, uh, they take responsibility for stepping over all the hobos on their way to the uh, Oscars. And, uh, you know, they, they took responsibility. Oh wait, no, they didn't take responsibility for any of that. They took responsibility simply for being white and for not using their privilege to tell people to not be racist. Do, do people not understand that majority of the world isn't racist? Oh, i majority of
1: people don't understand the actual definition of racism. This is true. And they call shit racist. That isn't actually inherently racist. That's true. And if you're curious about that, listeners, look up the definition for racism and look up for the definition for prejudice. Two completely different things. They often go hand in hand. <laughs> yep, Very much so. But you can be prejudiced without being racist. Yeah,
0: I can be prejudiced against Australians because they're Australian and I can choose to be <laughs> prejudiced against them. But am I racist? Well, they're not a race. It's a nationality. That's just an example. I'm not really prejudiced against Australians. In fact, I love Australians. I've known many of them because they say whatever the fuck is on their mind and I appreciate that so much. <laughs> it's like an honesty filter. <laughs> on all the time.
1: Anybody that curses that much is clearly
0: honest. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so if, every, if, any, if every other word, every, if every word is cunt, then yeah. In 2011, Theorizing that one could make an entertaining podcast, the Geekout out heroes stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. When they awoke, they found themselves trapped in your present, facing political correctness and social justice warriors who were determined to kill humor and joy. Now the GOH are driven by an unknown force to laugh in the face of stupidity and make jokes anyway. Their only guide on this journey is Steve, a listener from their own time, who seems to be just as deranged as they are. And so the geek out heroes find themselves leaping from topic to topic, trying to set right what once went wrong, and hoping each time their next cast will be better than the last. Enough for the woke olympics welcome to the geek out heroes this is vargo
2: this is josiah anderson
0: miles and if you are tuning in with us for the first time
3: go ahead turn this off go home
0: (laughs) (laughs) we probably just lost you uh but if you uh if you're curious about what you know other views that we've had in the past or anything like that go ahead and listen to our previous podcast you can see us sneak stuff in there every now and then uh we usually make a lot of jokes about culture and and the stupidity of humanity. But uh, this week, we are primarily going to be talking about the big reveal from Sony, which is, we finally got to see the PS5. (laughs) And it it does exist. (laughs) It's
1: not in the shape of a regular numerical 5. Nope.
0: (laughs) Uh, And the only person in the room that doesn't like it is Josiah. Yep. And that's because Josiah's mentally handicapped listeners you need to know this first
4: um, yeah. <laughs> he
0: he was dropped as a child multiple times and not allowed to watch a lot of movies in the 80s or from the 80s and stuff like that and uh, because of that we consider him you know uh, a little special and uh, also he has that brain defect that makes him use controllers on inverted <laughs> so yeah. keep, uh, keep that in mind
2: I, I have sustained many head injuries over the years, and it's made me a little slower than normal. So just keep that in mind. I personally I think this uh, the new consoles just it's ugly. The the one without the disk drive on it looks a little better. Yeah, Um, I just don't like the overall design. I'm kind of hoping that they give us uh, color options for the case. Well, that's a nice wish. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs)
4: I'll probably have to wait
2: for the uh, the mid console step up. Yeah, I mean, if
0: if if anything, you'll have to wait for a special edition of some game to come
2: out. Yeah. But so uh, they did the thing that I was hoping they would do. They uh, they revived uh, game series for I think it's for launch. They they're making a new Ratchet and Clank game, so I'll probably be getting one on launch.
0: Yeah, they're making a new Ratchet and Clank. Uh, has to deal with uh, multiple dimensions and stuff like that. It's probably going to tie into their previous one that had to do with time.
1: It yeah, looks it's like cool. it's going to have some cool mechanics.
3: I have never played yeah, one.
1: I mean,
2: you should. They're a great yeah. series.
3: Yeah.
0: Listeners, one Anderson the has the other platformer adventure.
2: I have
3: multiple brain defects, <laughs> which is what we want to talk about today.
0: <laughs> um,. So, uh, what is it about the design? Like overall, just say so that you actually don't like it. Is, is it just the disc drive? Is it the shape? Like, what is it?
2: You know, honestly, like I said, I don't, I don't like the one with the disc drive so much because it looks like they designed the digital version, which is probably the one I'm going to get. Yeah. Um, cause I can't be bothered to get up and swap discs out of my console anymore. Okay. Um, but it looks like the disc drive was just kind of thrown on as an afterthought. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just it looks like. Uh, it looks like it was designed by somebody who does a lot of modern architecture. You know, really? let's I think it, I get that.
0: I, I actually like it. And for that main reason, so.
2: No, well, I mean, it's it's growing on me, but my first uh, first impression of it was not, uh, you know, real great. I like the controller. Yeah, though. that's fair.
0: That's fair. I think it's a hell of a lot prettier than the Xbox. Uh,
2: <laughs> the The
0: monolith fridge design doesn't really appeal to me as much.
2: No, that one looks dumb as hell. Um,
0: you know, it's not. It to me, it's not a terrible design, but it's not. You know, it's the Xbox isn't aesthetically as aesthetically pre- pleasing to me and uh i do think it's funny that my, you know that sony did make the statement of like we want it to be a centerpiece that you can have that would that would blend in with the rest of your furniture i've looked through all of my furniture and my furniture does not look <laughs> like uh a spaceship so
1: yeah i i laughed my ass off of that that gamer ranks video yeah versus, uh <laughs> i had
0: to I'll agree be- with uh, jake on that um <laughs> the uh the the whole idea of of that being a uh, <laughs> Uh, something that that it, it really would stand out amongst all your furniture that's true but uh it being a part of the furniture uh not so much um there's no blending involved so um but it is definitely interesting and i and I do like the the look of it. It is uh I think it's I think it's probably the the, the best looking PlayStation in my opinion that they've made. Um and that's just me. But
1: well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, most uh, game systems have pretty much just been blocks for yeah, the most part. That's true. So, I mean, that I think that's the only reason, really, I kind of like it is because it's different, and uh, you know, that's it's it's nice to see some sort of deviation from the typical. Well, I mean, you, you know, know, they rectangle. had the they
0: had the PlayStation Three, which was the George Foreman grill. Uh, yeah
1: the the dome top. <laughs> yeah, they
0: had the uh, you know they had the. The old ps2 which uh looks very similar to what current xboxes look like um yeah they had you know the ps1 which was you know just standard i mean it was really just a you know it just needs to be able to play discs so we'll make it like every other disc player out there uh like a walkman almost uh, only big so when it came to actually designing this one i appreciate the fact that they actually kind of went the extra mile and were like hey, you know what we're gonna try something new. we're gonna take a risk we're gonna we're gonna try something completely unique and different and uh, you know, I have a feeling that many ice cream sandwiches were involved. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: um, but uh, I I do like the idea of the fact that it you know it it kind of makes that V shape and everything like that. And Miles had made a really funny comment when we were watching it about getting a prop made uh, that's an eye of Sauron. To, yeah. to put at the top of it. Put it up and, at the top. If and, I'm going to use it vertical. Yeah. yeah and yeah, and, and use, use it vertically <laughs> and use the Xbox vertically and get a, get a, a top done for the Xbox so that he has the two towers from Lord of the Rings.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I didn't like it initially, but there were a couple of comments that I read online that made me appreciate the design a little more. I sent one in the group chat. Let me see if I can find it real quick.
0: Let's just, I'm going to have to interrupt really quick. Um, So I apologize for the sound that's coming out of uh, Josiah's mic right now. He had asked his fiance to kindly stay quiet while we were trying to do the recording. And evidently that means, yeah, go ahead and cook whatever you want. So um, that's basically what you're hearing right now in the background. You don't know this, but I've been having similar conversations with Anderson on his end because I can hear pretty much everything that's going on in the room with him. And that includes whenever he's apparently eating the mic. This is the stuff that's causing some of the podcasts to be late drops for us and why it's taking so long for me to edit it down. I apologize for the audio. Hopefully it will be different in the future.
2: Uh, Uh, I was something. uh, Yeah, here we go. It's uh, maybe the PS5 has those fins so that by the time the fans start screaming at full speed, it can actually achieve flight. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Who knows? It might make it faster.
0: If it was red, it would be definitely
2: faster. Yeah. See, and that's why Mm -hmm. I'm hoping we get color options because, you know, you paint it red. I I did like uh, your idea of getting decals on the side that make it look like a lettuce taco.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The funny thing is like when I when I every time I see it, they show the blue glowing light. I hope they don't make the same mistake that they made with the PS4 where the blue glowing light is what it looks like when it's turning off. Uh, um, yeah, cause that bugs the hell out of me about the PS4 is the fact that they always show the blue light. And I'm like, the blue light is very, very, uh, non like not really used. It's, it's, it's a white light when it's on. So really, if this is, you know, if it's in the off state and it's blue, then yeah, that's the way it should be. But if it's in the on state and it's blue, that's the way it should be. It shouldn't turn white or anything like that. Especially since, uh, you've got this blue glow for your controllers as well. I hope sony's really thinking about that and going yeah we should make sure it's blue this time and keep the aesthetic because it looks really good that way it looks really cool with the blue lighting so uh hopefully that stays the same um i'm definitely it's not going to fit on my shelf if i stand it up i mean i saw the i saw the mock-ups of what it actually is like the actual size of it it's the largest playstation ever made
1: yeah that that one video said roughly about 14 inches tall yeah place
0: vertically like that's that's obscenely tall for a console um yeah so i i i'm definitely gonna put it on its side uh and for those of you listeners who didn't catch it it does lay on its side sony wouldn't be dumb enough to make a console that only stands up you know stands up tall just yeah, like microsoft it kind
1: of looks like it sits on the stand
0: yeah it does the the stand like it, it the stand looks the like, like it turns case. so that yeah. it it kind of has a uh it looks like it has a a uh, concaved groove for laying it on its side. And it has a slot for uh, laying or standing or vertical. Uh, looks like it has a, a versatile stand designed specifically for that. And uh, Sony thought that through. Now, Microsoft, the one thing I do want to say is that the Xbox Series X, it can be laid on its side, but it has nothing, like no feet to to raise it up. So the bottom of that console, if it's hitting, if it's plastic on, on like laying directly on, uh, your countertop or anything like that, that plastic's going to heat up pretty good because uh, it is, it, anything that makes contact with a, with a surface like that will just conduct heat through it uh, onto that surface. So it's, it's something that's a little concerning. If that's the case, I'm going to have to buy a little plastic feet to put on my Xbox so that it raises it up just a little bit off the ground so that it's not constantly putting heat onto my wood TV stand. I don't want it to warp the wood, and I don't want it to conduct. You know, just hold heat. Essentially, they gave us no price tags, listeners. You know, there was there there was no expectation for price tags. A lot of people were disappointed. Oh, they didn't name a price. Well, neither is Microsoft. But I will say, when you compare, when you say comparatively of what Microsoft has shown us versus what Sony has shown us, Sony came out swinging. Finally, took them a long time. Whereas Microsoft's been the, been doing these slow leaks, these slow hints of, hints of like, hey, here's what the console looks like, here's specs. And I feel like Microsoft has handled that aspect of building hype for their console a lot better than Sony.
1: Sony had a lot of postponements and shit, too, that didn't really help their case.
0: True. Uh, and Microsoft, but when it came to showing off games and actual gameplay, Microsoft definitely dropped the ball. Now, Microsoft has admitted to that and they plan on showing off a lot of their first party, you know, titles from Microsoft Studios later on this year. Uh, I believe, you know, a lot of people are saying it's going to be later on this month. I think it's probably going to be next month when that happens. Hopefully I'm wrong. But PlayStation came out swinging with us and went, okay, so... We're going to show you guys games. We're going to show you guys a little bit of gameplay. We're going to quell your expectations by you know, posting on our blog, hey, this is what to expect from us. And we're going to be very detailed about what you should expect from us. They even went so far, listeners, as to say, this presentation is only in 1080p at 30 frames per second because of compression and what they have to do while some of their workers are working from home. Okay, yeah. I don't fully think that it had to be at 1080p, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, and we'll we'll go with 1080p. And it was probably a lot easier file size to put together in the first place. Getting information from other people. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. We'll 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 go with that. I had to
1: go back through and watch uh, some of the videos uh, later uh, after the, the presentation, anyways, yeah. just to get a, a clearer uh, video because you know YouTube buffering. Yeah,
0: YouTube buffering sucks, and you're watching it live as being streamed live. From their service and the compression was terrible but yeah. the nice thing is a lot of those games trailer games and game trailers and stuff like that those reveals were posted in 4k afterwards yeah they just took a little while to post and when you look at them in 4k man there is no doubt in my mind that horizon 2 <gasps> so pretty. that would make my <laughs> playstation 4 scream in pain
3: since you said that um i think that's where i'm gonna cave in
0: uh only only on the pause menu though <laughs> I don't remember it doing it too much on Horizon. I remember it doing it on Days Gone and God of War. God of War, my PlayStation sounded like it was going to explode.
1: That's, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. Is it does it when it probably shouldn't?
0: That actually, where there was so much going on, it's not so much that it was graphically like better or anything like that than the original. It's just there was so much going on on the screen that I think my PlayStation would actually, my PS4 would actually go, I don't have enough power for this.
3: I was going to say I'm going to be probably what Josiah does, probably similar as I'm going to cave in if they come out with a horizon zero dawn edition of a ps5
0: you think they'll do that because they're it's supposed to come out this holiday as well as Spider-Man?
3: all
0: right really quick listeners i need to interrupt myself uh i am completely wrong horizon forbidden west is not going to be coming out this year it's going to be coming out they're aiming for 2021 i completely misunderstood that anderson it might be right it might be something that you might want to wait for them to come out with a special edition so he could be right they could do that within the next year I don't know what that might look like. It could just be a color change or anything like that. But if you are wanting to hold out, that might be one to hold out for. So I just wanted to point out, yeah, I am indeed wrong with, uh, with the PlayStation 5. So it's, 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 actually a launch, it's
3: basically a the console title. seller. Okay. No, yeah, no, yeah it's supposed to be the console man. seller.
2: Yeah, and I, I didn't say I was going to hold out for a special edition. I, if uh, Ratchet and Clank is a launch title, I'm getting one at launch. My bet would probably be if there's
1: if they're going to do a special one, it would probably be a Spider-Man one, just like they did uh, uh, with the, the last Spider-Man release.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing that's kind of confusing is the, the Spider-Man reveal. So they did the Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales reveal, and we were all super excited for it. It looks awesome. But they said that it was all captured on PS5, but it's an expansion for the PS4 title.
2: Yeah, it's an expansion, but at the same time, it's a standalone game.
0: Yeah, a lot of people were really confused by that of saying, well, so is it a PS5 exclusive or are you going to also make this available on the PS4 where that title sold like gangbusters?
1: My guess is that uh, they don't know what uh, expansion means, just like a lot of companies don't know what gameplay means or what people don't know what racism is. Um, so they're probably going, Oh, it's, it's an, a whole new game. It just expands on the series. Yeah, That's
0: my guess. Kind of like uncharted lost legacy, even though that, that game was exactly. uh, sold for originally, I think 30 bucks. It was only supposed to be an expansion for uncharted four. And then it turned into its own game and practically was a full game.
1: Yeah. I think it's just bad word choice Yeah, in all reality, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely odd. Yeah, it has a lot of people questioning. So you said that you aren't really going to hold games back for the PS4 and that you want to aim on making sure that they're the best quality and the best possible on, for the PS5. But that the, the first title was on the PS4 and not too long ago, I might want to add. And a lot of people bought it. So is do you think Sony's banking on the fact of well, there's a lot of Spider-Man fans out there and they'll buy a PS5 strictly for Spider-Man?
1: Oh, absolutely. After the performance of the the last game. Yeah. I think that's that's a really safe bet for them.
0: I honestly think that's gonna bite them in the ass. Because I think that the PlayStation Five, one, they're gonna be limited in console sales, like how many how many they can sell because there's not gonna be enough in, in demand, like to, to supply. So they're gonna run out of supply which means they're not going to sell as many games, which means there's just, it's, that games just going to be sitting there on the shelf, technically shelf, even if it is only digital. It's going to be sitting there for quite a while before people can catch up and actually get the console. And by the time some people get the console, there might be other games out there. I just think it's a misstep. But that goes back to our earlier conversation about the fact of not catering towards the old consoles. So
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of anti-consumer yeah. in all reality. Um, which is kind of a shame to see from from Sony, but see how it pans out for him. I I absolutely did not anticipate them, you know, kind of uh, uh, abandoning, so to speak, PS Four. Yeah. Um, that's it, it, a little bit too strong of a word, but it's what comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just yeah, you know, that but that's where you were saying uh, It, it kind of throws this weird wrench into it. Like you just had this game come out. And you're not, you're calling it an expansion and it's not going to be on PS4. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what we're, we're expected to believe? Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: So I'm going to go around with everybody to ask this question, but Anderson, you're a huge fan of Spider-Man and, you know, you've never played Ratchet and Clank, but the, like those are main AAA titles that Sony's kind of known for now. Uh, was there anything in the presentation that they had that kind of caught your eye that you've you know you could even say it's Ratchet and Clank, but if there's anything else in there, that yeah, that's that would be a really cool title to have on day one, and this this might be a a reason to own the PS5 or a further reason to own the PS5. Was there anything in there that kind of caught your eye for that?
3: Okay, so one of the ones that really jumped out to me was the the uh, Project Athia.
0: Oh yeah, that was the Square Enix title, right?
3: Yeah. And then the other one that jumped out to me was uh, Little Devil Inside.
0: Yeah, that one was interesting. That was a really cool art style. And
3: then uh, Kenya Bridge of Spirits, or Bridge of the Spirits. And uh,
0: Bridge of the Spirits. I think I might have missed that one. I think that was when my feed
3: screwed up. And then the, uh, the Pragmatic i have to go back and look at that. Because I had no clue what was going on in Pragmata except for you somehow went from Earth to the Moon pretty hell fast. Yeah.
0: yeah we're maybe it has to do with the flat earth you're stuck in the dome
3: (laughs) now the one thing that went opposite for me is i was constantly following a Ghostwire tokyo but upon watching the gameplay it felt like a vr game and i was like oh god damn it Hmm. that's a downturn for
0: me that was the one that looked like a vr game but is it a vr game
3: Nobody knows. We know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It didn't it didn't say PSVR at the end, but it sure as shit
3: felt like it. OK. Now, I did notice that they did make a game for Josiah, which is uh stray where he plays the cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now you can play as the asshole that lives with you.
2: <laughs> you know, the worst part now
0: you can throw up on the
4: floor. The
2: <laughs> worst part is I was watching that trailer and I was like, man, I'm going to get some shit from the guys about this one. But oddly enough, it actually does look kind of interesting. It does, yeah.
0: Um, you know, you're. I saw a couple of uh, you know homeless Game Boys in there. Which listeners, if you're not familiar with the trailer, go back and watch it and take a look at some of the uh, the faces of those robots and tell me it doesn't look like old Game Boy stuff.
1: The important thing to take note, though, remember everybody, we are not ready for NBA 2K1. <laughs> oh my
3: god! I think Young Yeah I put it. What kind of upgrade are they going to add to the slot
1: machines? <laughs> this, this is just a, like don't get. Right. <laughs> Every every sports game it was, uh, trailer that debuts on these kind of uh, platforms, it's almost always the same shit. Yeah. So it's kind of a fucking waste of time, in my opinion. But uh, I'm not a big sport game player. That's fair. Like every oca- long occasion, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe pick up a, a Madden game or occasionally the NHL when it comes free. Yeah. But ultimately, I don't really give a shit. But after the debacle with NBA 2K this last time around, I'm like, really? We're not ready for it or our wallets aren't ready for it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did. Yeah, I did make the joke of how much does a ball cost in the game? Yeah. Um, When you break break the backboard, does it charge you real money? (laughs) You know, I will say, like, for some people, it's going to be the only way that they can experience in the NBA for a season. So it's good for them, I guess. They did some really cool stuff graphically. The guy was really sweaty. It's not really something that sells me on a, on a game at all, but I'm not really big into the NBA to begin with, and I'm not really big into any NBA into. A, I should say I'm not really big into sports games overall. Hopefully, it's, this is something that's going to be good for fans, and hopefully, they don't over monetize the crap out of you, even though I know they will. So, in some cases, this might be the only season they get. We'll see. Josiah, same question: What was in the uh, presentation, or if anything was in the presentation, that one you didn't expect, or that two? caught your eye that was like yeah this would be a nice addition to being
2: able to say this is why i own this console okay so i i'm gonna go ahead and uh, crush anderson's hope a little bit here uh that project Athia, whenever it comes out on a, a video like this and it still says project whatever that game is never coming out <laughs> 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 it looks cool uh, that's sort
0: that's <laughs> sort of true because of final fantasy uh, uh versus Final Fantasy yeah. thirteen verses, or what wasn't it thirteen verses? I think that turned into Final Fantasy fifteen,
2: something like that. But I, yeah. I, I was sitting there watching that video. I, I caught up on all of these videos well after the fact. I because I was stuck at work while it was going on. Um, but I remember looking at that and I was like, "Oh man, this game looks awesome. Too bad I'll never get to play it." <laughs> um obviously well, that's,
0: that's fair although it did it did look i I do have to say i agree with anderson it looked very cool
2: oh no it does if that game actually ever does come out i would gladly buy it that looked awesome yeah um obviously there was spider-man ratchet and clank and uh horizon zero dawn or whatever the next one's supposed to be called those those are instant buys agreed um yeah, uh, what's the new one called forbidden um, west Forbidden West. Thanks, Anderson. Yeah, so those ones are just instant, no questions asked, bot. Returnal looks interesting. I'm kind of curious what's going on with that one. Yeah, that one caught my eye. There was a couple, like uh, Anderson listed a couple of them. It was, uh, what was it, the Bridge of the Spirits? That one looks like it'll be kind of interesting. Little Devil. Yeah, uh, That one didn't uh, catch my eye as much. Oh, really? Um, I like that. Oddly enough, I've been following Ghostwire as well, and I it didn't seem like it was going to be a VR game to me. It just looked like it was first person. I, I'm going to go ahead and say the opposite of Anderson. I'm a little bit more interested in it now, like the, the story sounded cool already. But yeah. now it it kind of reminds me of like uh, it's got like a good mix of, you know, obviously like ghost stories and ghost in the shell. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be more of a, a cyberpunk horror story, which seems like a, a cool angle on it. So looks like it's just going to go Japan on itself. And <laughs> isn't, isn't that most
0: of those games, though? Yeah, I and think I, so. Which is probably why I don't play most of them. This <laughs> full Japanese on itself.
2: And I never get as annoyed with that as you guys do. It's mostly just because some like a lot of times when that
0: happens, like it doesn't make any sense. There's no explanation. Just
1: happens. Or it's and being just... over dramatized to just be over dramatized. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then um, I don't remember the name of it, but that uh, that game with the uh, the astronaut. You guys were talking about uh, the flat Earth thing. Yeah. That one looked really interesting. Yeah. There was was... No fucking clue what's going on with it, but it looks cool. Uh, Is that the pragmata one. Yeah. So I mean, if they put. I don't know, half of these games out at launch, uh, I'll consider it, you know, a decent launch library because most of the time, part of the reason I always wait a little while after launch is they never put any of these games out with the console at launch. I always end up waiting, you know, six months, a year. Now, the question that I have for that game is, will the moon have moon physics or will it have
0: bullshit destiny physics where everything has the same gravity as Earth? Yes.
1: I don't know. I mean the little girl didn't have a space suit, so I mean who the fuck knows? I
0: don't <laughs> think she was human. I think she's I think she's like that cat. <laughs> she's a creepy little robot thing and underneath all that.
3: I thought it was gonna be all dead space and it was just an illusion of your character.
0: Yeah, it uh it also had like uh that almost like a, a death strand it, it did have that, that kind of death stranding feel to it, uh Josiah. Yeah. Or- uh, it felt very kind of like very Kojima ish as well. Yeah. So I, 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 can totally see that. Um, I felt the same way though, about the, uh, the project Athia uh, in parts, I was like, that kind of, that kind of feels very death stranding ish. And then in other parts of that, it looked very, uh, dark souls. So I was like, well, that if it's dark souls, then I'm out, <laughs> which speaking of dark souls, demons souls was shown off and fuck that fuck
2: game. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I agree, but I'm happy for the people that wanted it. I know a bunch of, a bunch of people that have been super excited for that game and I'm happy it's finally coming out for them. Yeah.
0: A lot of people have been wanting, a lot of people have been wanting an actual direct sequel from, uh, from the demon souls game, uh, rather than just dark souls. And, uh, I, you know, a lot of people think that is this a remaster or is this going to be an actual sequel?
2: I'm not sure. I've heard it. It's apparently in between. I guess they're bringing back old bosses and adding some new ones. I'm not sure. I never played the first one. Oh, so
0: potentially a remake. Okay, Anderson. I see your. I see your post that you sent to me. The the Kina. Yeah. Uh, Bridge of uh, Spirits. I didn't recognize the name. Yeah, that game looked really cool. I agree.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was another really one. I couldn't remember the whole name, but that
0: was that was the that was the one with the the little creatures so fluffy I wanted to die um, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I was like oh my god they're so like literally when we were watching the trailer I was like oh my god they're so cute I want it, I I want one like I, I want to play this um <laughs> my inner child completely took over at that point I was like I don't care buy the entire console just for this game <laughs> uh so um but yeah uh, uh I don't I'm don't, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you uh Go ahead and uh, and finish what you were saying, Josiah. Unless you're,
2: oh no, I was done. I was just saying I couldn't remember the the full title of the game, but that was one that caught my eye as well.
0: Okay. Um. So Miles, same question. Was there anything other than the main AAA titles that we kind of come to expect, or uh, even were excited to see coming back that kind of caught your eye? I remember you and you and uh, Loach looking at that. uh, Oh, it's not really Battle Royale. It's like demolition derby like game
3: destruction all-stars
0: oh yeah yeah um it it kind of it kind of
1: brought back some feelings of like some of the old school vehicle pvp games that used to play back in like 64 days and stuff like that um it looks fun potentially but it it looks kind of like one of those games that will probably wind up being free to play and probably have a bunch of you know paid cosmetics okay um I'd be curious to check it out. Uh hopefully it's you know not terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh but pretty much everything at the, the showcase was at least interesting. Um, you know, minus shit like NBA two K one or I'm saying that wrong, NBA two K twenty one. It's hard to remember when they're all the same fucking thing. Um
0: That's all right. You should hear me talking about our light levels and destiny. <laughs>
1: Uh, so I mean, there's a you know they they, they had the hitman uh, announcement in there. Um, that's cool to see that return. Uh, I was really wishing that Horizon uh, uh, Forbidden West was going to have an actual release date, but I'd you know prefer them to take their time
0: with that game. It did say holiday 2020. Ready, so, I
3: think the Spider-Man you said sure?
0: it. It did not. I'm positive. Was that the only one that said? That, that said it okay my I bad it was
2: all the Spider-Man. yeah I don't yeah. I don't remember any of the games having anything beyond you know the year that it's supposed to be out and I think the soonest was gotcha. okay. uh Spider-Man was holiday 2020 okay my
1: fault yeah which that one that one I pretty much almost would guarantee is going to be a launch title at this point which is why I think maybe they would reach out to make that that special system, but like you said, they're gonna have they might run into a uh, system issue or not system supply issues, yeah. so maybe not. Um, you know, uh, the all the all the games that you guys talked about, Kina looks really cool and interesting. Uh, little Devils Inside looks really interesting. I'm a little disappointed that somehow it's already under fire for being racist. <laughs> Are um, you fucking
4: what? kidding me? Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, what's the game developer Neostorm or something like that came out and apologized for it because some fucking streamer said, oh, you know, you made the the little tribal creatures essentially have blackface. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was like, and uh, well, so they, like they've already really said, quick, oh, Miles. we're
2: sorry,
0: we're going to change it. Yeah, really quick listeners. This is the shit we're talking about. When you start looking for racial issues everywhere, you're the racist.
4: Yeah.
1: When you're when you're associating things with a person's
0: skin tone,
1: <laughs> you're the fucking problem.
4: Yeah,
0: you're the problem. We're not saying that you should ignore things like actual issues, but when you're looking for it in everything, things that are innocent like games, movies, you have a problem. And, and
1: that's the thing, too. These characters... These enemies aren't even fucking human shaped. They're they're like little tiki fetishes, right? There's no tiki fetishes running around being insulted by this fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> fucking but like nice. you made the connotation, you made the connection that oh, it's got to be black people. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Really, you? Yeah, really, made That connection.
0: Really, just fucking. Come on. Yeah. So
1: annoying. They they are a. Like I said, the developer already apologized for it, said they're going to change it. So hopefully it doesn't set them back and the game doesn't suffer for it. Um, but it's it's disappointing to already see that via a thing. But um, Jet Far Shore looked really interesting. Uh, I'm all, always about space exploration anyways. Spider-Man was instantly sold. We we all said that within the first oh, yeah ten seconds when they the said screen. Spider-Man
0: like it, it, even like before not finding out it was an expansion like given yeah, the fact that I think that if it's an expansion it should be on both systems but the moment I saw it, like yeah I, I PlayStation Five bought.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> said I don't I don't think it's going to actually be an expansion. It's just an expansion to the story and not the game itself. And I think it's just going to be a p- poor award choice when it comes to that you could just said a continuation um but even that kind of has its connotations that oh it's going to be attached to the game but we'll see um you know it it, it was almost kind of like watching uh you know Xbox's uh, ID at Xbox revealed you know you see a lot of like smaller devs kind of come out with these really weird and unique looking games yeah. and we saw a lot of those in this yeah and most of them look pretty good. Some of them didn't really show anything. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised um, if
0: some of the, uh, smaller indie titles are the free games that you get with your console. Cause that's what happened with the PS4 in order to sell the PS4. They get, it, it. came with like three or four games that were free to play right away. Um, it's yeah. kind of an incentive of, Hey, thanks for buying this and, and being an early adopter. Here's some free games with your PlayStation plus. I was like, that's cool. You know, thanks. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up happening. Uh, also, wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't, because we've gotten plenty of generations where consoles didn't give us anything for free.
1: No, nothing's free. It's included in purchase.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You are right.
4: <laughs>
1: I always uh, have to stop myself when I say that shit. You know, like, ah, it's it's not free. It's included in purchase. If it was free, I wouldn't have to do anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to buy anything extra. So that implies free, because if you yeah. bought the console without it, it would still be caught it would still cost you the console
1: i think the there was only like two uh smaller dev titles that had no real interest for me it was uh that goodbye volcano high i was like this, this looks oh really man that kind
0: of weird and lame
4: that looks
0: so <laughs> not appealing to me but hopefully it has its own crowd and hopefully it has its own audience and uh oh yeah you know, i mean that it's good to see it. It's good to, the one thing that is good is to see that there's a variety, there's enough variety for a lot of people. And oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bag on them listeners because the fact is, is that even though it's not appealing to me, to me, and I might think it's a terrible game or a dumb game, that's just for me. That's that's not for everyone. Uh, there's got to be somebody out there who might like this and might love it. Uh, there's plenty of people who love Persona games, and I can't stand Persona games, and I've probably just made a lot of enemies.
1: <laughs> Demon souls. Oh. Yeah,
0: I mean, yes, it, they're just not games for me, and that's okay. Try to keep that in mind, listeners. That's the same thing as go that goes with all of our reviews, is that try to remember what kind of gamers we are, and go off of that. But... Yeah, it didn't look it didn't look very appealing to me. Uh Anderson sent me a link for uh Deathloop. Um, which I'm assuming are you yes. excited about that,
3: Anderson? Uh, I said it too, because that was the other one that had a date on it.
0: Oh, was it? Was it like twenty? Like early twenty twenty one. That's,
3: 2021. Right? That's the one I thought Miles was gonna put on his list. It's, like- it, it,
0: it's dishonored. Story
1: wise, yeah, <laughs> story wise and voice acting wise looks really cool. You yeah. know. Uh, illustration, I should say, not not story, but illustration. Uh, but it's, it's from Arcane. <laughs>
0: yeah, we have listeners if you haven't been listening to us for a long time, we have a problem with Arcane Studios primarily because their games are we feel like their games are really overhyped and they're mediocre uh, in the end. So and they end up having a lot of, like they end up having some mechanics that just don't work very well. And they focus on the wrong mechanics a lot of the time, but hopefully uh, in this case that ends up being incorrect, and they end up creating what is you know what can be truly considered a masterpiece because it looks like they're taking a lot of the gameplay from Dishonored.
1: Uh, Solar Ash looked really good. Um, That's that kind of journey-looking game. Yep. Uh, You know, looking, I I really enjoyed. uh, I I enjoy those kind of games in general, just because they're very artistic and, and highly colorful.
0: And smooth, yeah, not overly complicated. Uh, you don't feel like you're gonna burst a freaking blood vessel in your brain or hurt yourself while you're trying to play it. <laughs> it tends to be just a straight up visual story, yeah. As for myself, uh, I mean, you guys, you guys nailed pretty much everything. Uh, uh, Anderson ticked a lot of my boxes, so yeah, I, I'm pretty much on the same page. I mean, the 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 other games that showed off made me. A little more excited for next gen uh, overall, not even just the PS5, but just overall and the fact that like, Hey, we are getting some new IPs. We're getting some new cool stuff and I'm getting the return of some old stuff that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. just looked really cool. And I think that uh, Sony's off to a good, you know, off on a, on a good foot. They've put a good foot forward and we'll see what they have uh, left to show if this <coughs> left to show us this year. The thing I'm curious about is with the consoles and this is going into a different, different conversation. Josiah already brought up the fact of uh, you know, having the digital version versus the uh, the disk drive and how he's probably going to go digital. The question I have is, are they going to be the same price or are they going to have like a, a, a difference in price? And if they're going to have a difference in price, what will offset it? Will it be if the digital one... and Personally, if, I feel like if the digital one is going to be the one you buy, it should come with two terabytes. So if it comes with two terabytes, is that going to cost more because as we already know, the, uh, NVME drives that are going to, that, that are going to be available, not listeners, not the NVME drive that the system comes with automatically. We're talking about the ones that we'll be able to place in ourselves. So if it's two terabytes, is it going to be Sony's two terabytes, or is it going to be an NVME drive that they place in there, which is a PCIe slot or PCIe four slot. And if so, it's going to be super expensive because those drives are not cheap. I know for a fact that they're not cheap because I've bought older ones and the newer ones are going to be even more expensive. So what do you think? Do you guys think that the disk drive is going to cost more and they're just going to go with the same hard drive space for both? Or are they going to have the disk drive cost the same as the digital and do a higher hard drive in the digital? Or are they going to have the digital one cost more because it has more hard drive space? Like, do you think Pers- they're going to, like, what, what do you think is going to happen market-wise?
2: Personally, what I think they ought to do is they should do the digital gets a bigger hard drive, uh, but it costs the same. Like, keep the price the same so, you know, one doesn't look like the much better option to some people. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because a consumer doesn't really understand that, that like, from, from a main consumer standpoint, like, Josiah, you and I, we know that a disk drive doesn't cost as much as a hard drive. Right, we know that a disk drive costs a maximum of about ten to fifteen dollars for those things, and the uh, the uh, hard drive space, the the SSD memory that they're using, costs astronomically more when it comes to manufacturing. Exactly. So so, so like so from us for a standpoint like if it, if the digital one costs more and had more memory, you and I would probably go, yeah, that makes sense. But from a consumer standpoint, yeah, I see where you're going to the fact that. They won't know that. They'll see a disk drive and go, "Why does this cost the? Why does this cost more?" They'll probably want to offset it and try and keep them the same price, right?
2: Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. You you put a little bit more memory on the uh, the digital version, and just keep it the same price as the one with the disk drive. Yeah, that would be the smart move. But you know, recently console manufacturers haven't been making the smartest moves. So that's true. We'll see. I'm <laughs> oh. I'm hoping I'm really hoping that the digital version might be cheaper,
0: same memory across both systems, but the digital version is slightly cheaper.
2: That's what I'm, if they don't, you know, beef up the memory on the digital version and yeah. keep them the same price, I'm kind of hoping they'll do same memory and just do it cheaper. Cause I can, it's going to be expensive, but I can put my own, uh, memory expansion. in. I mean, I, We did it with my uh, my PS4 now. Yeah, I've expanded the memory on my PlayStations with every or with
0: uh, actually every PlayStation since the PS2. Um, Back when you had that big ass hard drive you could put in the back.
2: Yeah, so if if they're not going to, you know, keep them the same price and beef up the memory themselves, I hope they'll make it cheaper and I can just do that on my own. All right. Anderson, what do you think?
3: my concern actually was the fact that so listeners uh, the PS4 vargo taught me how to install the laptop hard drive the Seagate hard drive into it when i was looking at the design of the new one i got a bad feeling we not, might not be able to do it this time
0: oh come nope. on it's, so-
1: it's a binder you just got to pull the tabs <laughs> at the back no sony
0: sony's, sony's already right addressed up. that That's issue right. when they did the the system specs they they talked about the fact that it's it's it, they have exp- they have an expandable memory area they're literally building this onto the motherboard where you can't change it out, and that's how they're achieving the speeds that they are with their load times. But they do have an expansion slot that's going to be in addition to that that lets you expand the memory even farther and uh, add games to that. Um, so don't don't let that kind of sway you on on which way you're going because they they definitely are going to make sure that we can buy that we'll be able to buy our own our own hard drives. Now the downside I will say is buying our own hard drives they're not going to be cheap. Cause it's
2: not going to be the same kind of hard drive. Oh, well, I mean, you watched me cry when I ordered mine. So yeah, it's not going to be
0: the same kind of hard drive. It's not going to be the same kind of SSD that we currently can have in the PS4, uh, based off of everything that's been talked about with it, it is going to be a separate, uh, PCIe four NVMe slot, which is a little, little tiny card, really easy to install. I will say that, but super freaking expensive because I have two of them in my laptop. Anyways, uh, as you were saying, Anderson. Sorry.
3: That's good. I like to ask these questions because I'm an idiot. So, yeah. well, <laughs> you're you're a nor-
0: you're a normal consumer. Yeah. No, no one should expect you, especially a man, a console manufacturer. No one should expect you to know that stuff.
3: Well, that was the other thing I was going to ask you about disk drive, but you just answered earlier. It was about a ten to fifteen dollar cost. So realistically, yeah, uh, uh, I'd see these. I don't see an extended memory coming for the digital version. I think they're just going to both be the same.
0: Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at.
3: And that's just me coming from um, my standpoint.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those things where the digital one is going to be the cheaper version.
3: I can also see a digital one maybe coming with like a $20 credit for the PlayStation store. That's about it.
0: Miles, what do you think?
1: No, I think you guys are pretty much on point with it. I don't think uh I don't think they're going to expand the memory on on the digital release. Yeah. I think if anything the disk drive one will probably be a little bit pricier, probably 50 bucks. Gotcha. And the reason for it is because it's a feature, you know, um, gives you the option. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm at that point too, where I probably just, would just deal with digital and, and not worry about the physical. Cause GameStop's
0: kind of on its way out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> I don't digital. Have a lot of, uh, as well. Um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all in the same boat. Finish out your thought. My fault. I, I totally interrupted. I you just, like
1: I, I, the, the whole getting a used game and playing the shit out of it and, and returning it. Yeah. Not really going to be much of an option anymore soon. Uh, so, you know, there's not really a whole lot of point in having the physical, I have a physical, I'll have a physical, uh, disc drive on the, the new Xbox as well as this one. Mm. So if you know, it comes to like movies, if I want to play a physical copy of a movie, I have, I have that option. Gotcha. So
0: yeah, I'll, uh, I don't really need another one. I'll end up buying. So when, with the Xbox series X, since it comes with the disc, I'll, you know, I'll have that for my UHDs and my Blu-rays and all my, you know, the last of my DVDs that I have, cause I didn't go fully digital on everything. So I'll, I'll use that as my main, you know, entertainment kind of movie console and the PlayStation. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep it digital. I'm not going to, I don't need the disc drive at this point. Um, I, from the PS four, I think I have two games left that were on disc and I can always wait for those to go on sale and just buy the sailed version, or I can always wait for them to come to PlayStation uh, plus for free and just download them then. So and aside, you know, besides that, there's no guarantee that all of my PS four games are going to transfer over to my PS five. Since Sony says the majority of popular titles will be supported on PS five, but there's no guarantees with that listeners.
1: I do hope however, that, uh, the camera is either an option or is a separate bundle. I think
0: they were just showing, I think the, the stuff when they were showing the headset, the camera, and the extra controller, uh, charger, and stuff like that, I think they were just showing off the accessories when they
1: did that. I think so, too, but sometimes that's not the case. Yeah, I don't think
0: it was like, oh, you buy this one, or you buy the all-digital version, and it comes with all this bullshit. <laughs> Like, oh, well, I, like, I
1: don't want need to buy any of this shit, so I'd be paying for stuff that I don't have any intention of using. If yeah. <laughs> there's any
3: device that's going to be in there.
1: Much like with the Connect. You know.
3: Yeah. What
0: were you we saying, Anderson?
3: Any device that they're going to throw in there might be the remote. The TV media remote. Yeah, maybe. Do you think they're going to keep the controller at the same price as most controllers? Or do you think they're going to beef that up, too? I
0: think the controller... Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about that. I think the controller... You, you might see it at at 60, but I, there's a good possibility they might go into the Nintendo realm of controller prices for no reason other than the fact that, oh, it's new and it's got these enhancement features that you probably won't ever use like the microphone.
1: Well, I mean, even Xbox has kind of transitioned into a higher price point on controllers because remember, it didn't matter. It didn't used to matter what color it was. Oh, or yeah. What pattern right? It was it was always the same price. And now if it has a different color or pattern, most of the times it's in that 70
0: to $75 range. Yeah. I forgot about that. They've been doing that a lot recently and they consider them limited editions, even though there's thousands and thousands of them. So
1: I, I, I fully expect the, the controllers to bump up in price since both Xbox and Nintendo kind of have already done that. Yeah.
0: I could see that. Unfortunately. uh. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you guys nailed it. Um, I think that the digital version is my hope is that the digital version will be a lower cost if it is this, you know, and, and keep it the same memory as the disk drive version, just because it seems like that would be the more logical way. If they do go the route of, well, we're going to make them the same price. Well then you need to give me an incentive by giving me more memory or something with the digital version, maybe even just an extra controller you've got to offset something in here that makes this justifiable between the two. Because even as somebody who knows how much a disk drive costs, I still, you know, it's like you said, Miles, it's a feature. So if you're going to remove a feature, then you need to give me something that is another feature. And, you know, even going with what Anderson brought up, the fact like it could be you know, something as simple as just a discount. On the on the I don't think they'll incentivize it. I don't think that yeah. I don't think they'll incentivize. Yeah, they'll incentivize it, but we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting coming up. Now, price-wise, are we gonna see do you think we're gonna see anything higher than five hundred bucks?
2: Probably. Wouldn't be Uh, price is right, five (laughs) fifty. (laughs) Yeah.
3: One dollar,
0: Bob. Thanks,
4: Bob. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Uh, I think between Microsoft and Sony, it would be suicide to go anything above five, even with all the technology that's going into these. And the reason I say that is because my or Sony proved that with the PS3, even though that console costs them $900 per console to make, that going up to $600, even at a time when we actually were... It, technically, at the time when the PlayStation 3 launched listeners, we were at a better we, – we were almost at a better place uh, economically than we are now because of the economic downturn that's happened in, the, in just the last six months. So think about that. We are now financially as a country worse economically than we were before Obama, before the extra payouts to banks. That's back when Bush Jr. was still around. So we are if we're getting back to that – should consoles be up to six hundred dollars? Can that match? Can you match that? No. So if it was a mistake, then it's a, it's it'd be a mistake now. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I think that I think right now Sony and PlayStation or, or Sony, sorry, Sony and uh, and Microsoft are looking at each other going. Well, you pull the trigger. No, you pull the trigger. You, you tell me that $600 is okay. They're kind of looking at each other like, you have to tell me whether or not it's okay for me to approach the market with this price. So Sony's waiting for Microsoft to pull the trigger kind of on their system. Oh, absolutely. And I think if Microsoft pulls the trigger on 600 bucks, oh, that's that's a tough sell for a consumer for a console. Uh, if Microsoft comes out at $500, I think Sony will match it to $500. I think if Microsoft comes out at $600, I think Sony will put them in the ground with $500. I think Sony will literally sit there and say, if you say 500, we'll say 500. If you say 600, we're going to bury you because we're waiting to see what you do first. If Microsoft really wants to screw with them, Microsoft should come out and say, Xbox Series X, $500, and then see Sony go $500 across the board. And the reason why I say this is, is because Sony can say five hundred dollars and then come out with their digital one and say maybe it's fifty bucks less, right? Kind of what we'd, we'd expect. Well, it's missing a feature. It's fifty dollars yeah, less.
3: Four seventy-five or something. And then
0: Sony, and then Sony can sit there smirking like ah, we're beating Microsoft. And then if I were Microsoft, I'd reveal, oh by the way, we have a digital version at the same cost. <laughs> and then tote about <clears> the, <throat> the fact that our digital version, the only thing that's missing is the disc drive, and it's still as powerful as the regular one. And then if Sony, you know, if Microsoft, regardless of, regardless of what both systems are doing that are the right things for next generation, Microsoft is going to have an edge on being able to say our console is actually, is factually, if you look at it from just a numbers standpoint, more powerful and it costs the same. (laughs) They can, if they're smart, they'll do that. The things that Sony will have to bring up is, well... Ours also lets you expand the memory for a lot less or, you know, or something like that. And that'll really depend on whether or not we, what we see for pricing from Microsoft's, you know, proprietary solid state drive that they're coming out with. The card, which I still think Microsoft's going to price gouge the shit out of us with. Right. But. It's going to be a very interesting fight between the two of them for for the next generation, and there are a lot of analysts out there saying, "Oh, Sony's already got the win." I'm like, ah, dude, don't don't count Microsoft out. I mean, Microsoft they really have turned the ship around pretty well.
1: You know, in all reality, uh, Microsoft has far more financial backing. So if they really wanted to be fucking ruthless, oh yeah, they could turn around and undercut the shit yeah. out of this next generation. And make Sony take an even worse loss. Yeah,
0: they could absolutely put the screws to Sony and just say, We'll take a loss. Our console is four hundred and fifty bucks and Sony will sit there going, Well, fuck. You know, either
1: which way it should pan out for us, but I I say I'm not surprised if it's if it does wind up being more because you you call it a mistake. We're in the generation of mistakes.
0: Yeah, and that's true. I mean, we're in 2020 and uh you know. 2019 came up and said, I don't think it could get much worse. And 2020 looked at 2019 and said, hold my beer. And uh, it hasn't stopped. Yeah, I wouldn't be in the
1: slightest surprised to see it go well above what we anticipate. It shouldn't, but...
0: I got to be honest. I like While you say you wouldn't be surprised, I would. Just because of the amount of time I've spent in marketing, but... You're uh, you're also talking to somebody who looks for mark for smart marketing decisions, and I've seen the dumbest marketing decisions in my life take place in the past three years that make no sense. So I mean, and I sit there going just dumbfounded, like why why would this even happen? Why would you guys do this? But you know, it's things like that that cause Michael, you know, cause Miles and 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 Anderson and, and Josiah to go, well, we wouldn't be surprised at all. <laughs> but we're jaded as fuck. <laughs> yeah, we are super jaded. Uh, so, speaking of uh, stupid marketing decisions, um, I got to talk about YouTube really quick. <laughs> 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 so, listeners, well, YouTube—I don't know if you guys like—I don't know if you guys experience this or not. I have the algorithm turned off. I—I like, I, I don't let YouTube keep track of my—I shouldn't say keep track because they do that regardless but I don't let them use my browsing history as a gauge for what ads I should use or I should get because ads are ads to me and they're stupid and I don't want to watch them regardless. Uh, You know, for somebody who worked in advertising, I don't see advertising as a venue for something like, or for something to educate me on anything or get me to buy anything. The ads that I get on YouTube are nonstop scam ads, like stuff like, uh, use this secret method and watch this 45 minute presentation to learn the secret of how to make how to make women love you. Uh the other one is Sculpt Nation. God damn, I want to punch this guy in the face every time I see him. Uh you know, I'm gonna tell you about the three foods that secretly make you lose <laughs> weight. And uh and I've and listeners, just say so you know, I actually did decide to click on that because I was like, I want to know what this guy's fucking selling. Cause I want to know the bullshit he tries to sell you on. He never once talks about the three foods, never through the entire presentation. Doesn't mention the three foods that magically make you lose weight.
2: Oh, but that's disappointing. I wanted to know what foods are going to boost my testosterone and make me lose weight at the same time.
0: Yeah. And two, he turns around and talks about the fact that, uh, the fat burning food that associates the fat burning food essentially is basically just heat, hot foods, hot, hot, you know, hot sauce is essentially is is, is 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 the key. And while technically that's not wrong, it does it does increase your calorie burning your for your body, and it increases your metabolism. It's a very small amount. And and if you don't believe me, listeners, go and read the uh, the studies that prove that. Yes, while well, it does increase it, it's not enough to even justify nothing. You know, doing nothing, you still have to do stuff to burn calories to burn fat. You burn calories, your body burns off fat. Because it has to go to when it starts running out of the calories that you have, it has to go to something to burn. So it creates calories from the fat in your cell, like the, the fat cells you have. That's literally how it works. So he's he like he he goes through this whole bullshit nonsense, talks about how all these scientists and all this stuff and they found he found the secret and all this bullshit. And I was sitting there going, You are so full of shit. Like, God, man, I I hope someone on the street sees you and slaps the shit out of you and just goes, you're so full of it. Generally listeners, I don't wish harm on a lot of people, but there are just people who are just complete pieces of shit that I'm just like, yeah, that person should be, you know, punched in the face. Something should happen to them.
3: Uh, Mine's Uh, similar, but different. (laughs) So I have my agglomer turned off too, except for mine. is just fucking loaded with political. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Is it Biden telling the, telling you that you ain't black if you don't vote for him? Uh, or trump or or, or people once, telling you it's trump's birthday coming up and we should write him a card dude so i swear to god i keep getting that ad over and over again i got that one over and over
3: i keep getting a nancy pelosi one
0: <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen one for her what does she try to why does she try to peddle
3: uh nancy pelosi's uh essentially try to be blackface without painting your face black.
0: <laughs> wait what
3: are you are you, ta- are you talking about the uh the her and the other yeah. asshole
1: wearing yeah. a african themed scarf <laughs>
0: uh it's basically the same scarf the that cultural. was used in yeah. uh get in get out that even uh even uh peel uh, Peele, uh made, made a joke about he's like seriously nancy like what the fuck he put a meme out of that scene from uh Get out! Oh, I was "Get out!" Uh, where the the villains, the, the the elderly white couple that are in it, uh, are sitting there and he and the the father is sitting behind the chair or standing behind the chair or something like that. He's got he's he's got this this the same scarf scarf draped over him. I was laughing so hard, he, like and uh, Peel is just like, "Yeah, it's the same thing. Like this is the same thing as what you're doing." <laughs> like what the fuck.
3: Yeah, it's a video just promoting that kind of stuff while she's wearing that stuff. Yeah, listeners, yeah. we're not
0: we're 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 the last people to sit there and call out misappropriation or anything like that because we believe you know all cultures should be allowed to be you know experienced by all by other cultures. Yeah, but yeah. she is she is quite literally. I
1: personally am fascinated by Japanese culture. It's batshit yeah, it to me, but it's, it's really
0: fascinating. Cool. Uh, <laughs> but but you also don't walk around trying to trying to claim that you're an ally of anything by dressing up as a samurai or anything like that no um but if i wanted
1: to dress up as a samurai i there shouldn't be there sh- any fucking or thing you're absolutely right from it but
0: but when <laughs> but when she does it it seems like she's just pandering yeah that's
3: exactly what she's doing. that's
0: exactly how it came across yeah so yeah you've gotten those ads uh have you gotten anything else is it just political
3: for you know, i've got the one that you got or that eat all these healthy foods and you can get the uh, MCU body. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get any of these things until <laughs> so brought them up the other day. <laughs> oh, it's because
0: it's it's because I texted you and YouTube went, "Oh my god, an opportunity." He's got to know about know the know scam about the ads secret. and the secrets.
3: Yeah, the guys that talk in circles <laughs> are try to get you to buy stuff before they tell you the secret. Oh,
0: man. Like I it, I, I I shit you guys not. After the PlayStation 5 uh long, or uh Uh, presentation. So they did the PlayStation five presentation. I was sitting on YouTube and the very next video I watched, I can't remember where it was. I believe I was looking at young. Yeah. Uh, I got an ad that popped up at the beginning of this video and keep in mind listeners that YouTubers don't control what ads YouTube puts on their channels, but YouTube doesn't have any standards clearly for what they, they don't vet any ad. They don't make sure, like even television channels have to vet ads. They have to make sure that it's a real product, that it is a real company.
1: No, but they're gonna get butthurt over any kind of content that they don't agree with. Yeah,
0: but but YouTube, they'll get they'll get pissed off and demonetize you if you talk about the coronavirus. They'll demonetize you if you talk about anything that has to do with uh, you know, what's going on with the Black Lives Matters movement. If you disagree with with anything that's, you know, any kind of content that's going on, like riots or anything like that, they'll demonetize you for that. If you say something about it, if you say anything that this is, that they disagree with, uh they'll they'll basically kind of crucify you for it. But it, you can have an ad that that does anything. You can have an ad that says anything because they just you allow an "Whisper so, these five words into a lady's ear, and she'll oh turn God. into your slave." That's the one that I'm just like, <laughs> dude. When I saw that one, I was like, I want to find this person and throttle them. Like, just yeah. Give you know just give them a good shake like, what is wrong with you in the and I have no doubt that somebody buys into that shit oh yeah but the one that I got after the PlayStation five was this is this is top notch this is just absolute uh, the epitome of scam bullshit I'm on young yeah and I get an ad that starts off and it shows the p s five and it shows a fake console not the p s five it shows just this this weird looking concept design that somebody else did that I'm sure they stole for the ad. And it says, get paid 100 or get paid $100 to test the new PS five. We will ship the console to you. You get to, you get to keep it and you make $100 per game. You test. And I went there. I literally sat there going, there's no way anyone believes this. There's, there's no way anyone saw this ad and thinks it's real. And I looked it up and I'm wrong. (laughs) There are lots of people who think that that ad is real, who think that that ad is legit. And apparently this same company has been doing this since the PS4 launch and since the, the Xbox and they've been doing this for a lot of other shit when game, new games are coming out, like they've done it for the last of us. I'm like, how are they getting away with this? How are, how are these larger corporations not going after these companies or these, these individuals who are putting together these complete nonsense ads? And it's because more likely they don't see them. And more likely YouTube doesn't bring them to light because YouTube doesn't vet anything because it's so easy to advertise on YouTube. It's so cheap and cost effective to advertise on YouTube. You just submit an ad and YouTube doesn't do anything. They don't check it. They don't look into it.
1: It's income. They're not going to look at their income.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like you got to be kidding me. That's something that's got to change. Like YouTube, Google, you can go fuck yourself with a lot of your other policies because you guys are the biggest hypocrites I've ever seen. Is that saying something? But the ads, you guys have got to start vetting it. Otherwise, eventually someone's going to catch on and say, okay, there needs to be new de- new legislation that says that. YouTube has to, you know, basically be treated like a TV network, and the FCC is going to get involved, and then YouTube's going to have a lot more problems than just where are they going to get ads and demonetizing their their YouTubers because when the government gets involved, nothing gets better. <laughs> In other news, we had the Destiny. Uh Bungie reveal of basically the roadmap for the next three years. And uh, that was really cool, actually. Um, the, I think it's, I want to say he's the director, the one that was on the right. Anybody watch it? And was I the only one? Yeah,
1: I, okay. I watched it. Okay. Uh,
0: the one that was on the right, uh, he kind of took responsibility for any mistakes that they'd been making. And while they're still making some of those mistakes listeners, I do want to point out the fact that they start making the new season content while the current season is running. And as they get feedback, they try to make as many changes and implement new changes as they can. And then those, a lot of those changes don't get implemented right away or can't be implemented while they're still making it because they go, well, shit, people didn't like this, but we have this going into our next season. Can we change it? No, it's too late. Well, we're just going to have to change things as we go or make sure that we make it better for the next, for the season after that, or for the content drop after that. So he took responsibility for some of the things that they've made mistakes on. They talked a little bit about why they're sunsetting some weapons. And while we heard it before, we still don't agree with it. We think that sunsetting's not going to work. Uh, and we're starting to see some of that from our own uh, weapon builds, because after this season, next uh, the next content drop, which is in September, uh, which will be an actual uh, new DLC drop with more story and all that stuff. We're basically losing a lot of our old guns. Uh, Anything from, basically anything from Forsaken uh, is going away. And there were a lot of good guns that I had, that I have from Forsaken. And I'm sitting there going, the stuff you guys keep dropping me is not better and it's not as good. So I still want to keep my old weapons. So I'm not building up the new weapons. I'm not using the new weapons in some cases. In other cases I am, but I still have my favorites that are still better. And there's also the problem with guns that are associated with exotics. They haven't addressed how they're going to treat the Mita mini tool, the Drang. Are they going to bring those back? Are they going to upgrade them as well with their exotics? So those are questions we still have and that haven't been answered, but going into the new content that's going to be coming out in September, uh, I kind of had mixed feelings about it. It was really funny because they talked about the fact that like, oh, we have a new enemy And miles and I, I you know what? Yeah. Miles, I, I forgot about this. You and I were both watching at the same time. My fault. Um, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that because we were having a conversation about it while we were watching it. And we laughed simultaneously when he goes, we have a new enemy. Cause we both went, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you have a new enemy. We know you don't. Bullshit. It's, it's just a reskin. <laughs> and, yeah what he's referring to is like, well, we have a new enemy and he's, he's referring to the main new enemy boss, uh, new boss, not an actual new enemy itself, new enemy type, because it's just another fallen and it's basically now fallen and vex. It looked like, yeah, fallen, fallen and vex with ice armor. Basically what we already got with the hive when they got ice armor in the war DLC. So, Where's the new stuff? (laughs) But we are getting a new location. We're getting, uh, is it, did he say Europa? Sort of two. Sort of two
1: new locations. Yeah, we're getting Europa. And there's that weird, like, maze slash abstract world kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Almost like another Dreaming City uh, kind of location.
1: It it reminds me of the stuff you see when you do the uh, invitation of the nine quests. Yeah. Okay. I
0: gotcha. Yeah. But, uh,
1: kind of like abstract art, MC Escher kind of mm-hmm. whatever.
4: Yeah.
0: An upside down world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's, you know, it's, it looks like it's going to be cool content. It looks like it's going to be cool stuff. Hopefully, it's a good story. One of the things that's really good about uh, Forsaken was it was a really cool story and it had some really cool environments. And uh, especially when you got to the Dreaming City, the stuff that you can explore and do in there was just really awesome. I loved it. At this point, really, <laughs> from from Shadowkeep, we can only go up from here, in my opinion, and hopefully that's where we're going to go up to. I don't know what's Anderson's sharing, continuing to share stuff. <laughs> hey, somebody else saw it. <laughs> somebody else saw the Eye of uh,
3: I'll put it on our Facebook chat or Facebook yeah. group.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I saw it in I saw it in some comments and supposed I'm like, well, it's not just me.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> great minds, you know.
1: What's funny is I saw that before uh, the V.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's what's funny is up. yeah, listeners, really quick with the with the I don't know if you if you guys saw it, but listeners, if you didn't, uh, the PlayStation Five is kind of shaped like a V, you know, like the place like the the Roman numeral. Uh, and I, I saw that right away as did a few other people and none of the guys did. (laughs) So, uh, I I was glad to see like, I wasn't alone in that, but at the same time, not a lot of other people see it. So miles was the first one to see, to see the eye of Sauron. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. (laughs) Like you saw that right away. I did not see that. Different kinds of thinking. Yep. (laughs) But, uh, getting back to, to destiny uh you know what else what else did they talk about with that that next round of DLC
1: i don't think they delved too much into actual details as much as they were saying what they were committing to and what they were trying to uh kind of overcome i guess yeah uh but i mean what they did cover and what they showed off like You know, like you said, mixed feelings. I was excited because I'm like, all right, well, I finally get we get new location. and It's always cool to go into the new stuff Um, because destiny can kind of get old really fast when you're just sitting there grinding and grinding. Yeah. Uh, And that's that's true with any game. in in my opinion. But uh, yeah, when they they said the new enemy type and, uh, you know, that they they were committing to these changes and stuff like that. Uh, like I said, jaded. So I, I'm really skeptical that it's gonna be anywhere substantially better than where it is right now. Yeah. In all reality, but we're getting those uh, new dark powers, whatever. Uh, so like the hunters getting the uh, the dual scythes, the dual ice picks. Yep. Um, I forget what the other two were though. I think I think somebody said the warlock gets a spear, which makes me a little concerned that it's just gonna be the javelin.
0: Okay, yeah. It could be like that an arrow that you have, where you throw it and you have to go get it. <laughs> I have so much fun with that. Thing. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I don't, like I don't see the appeal of it though. Like you throw it and you have to go grab it.
1: Uh, if I hit an enemy, normally it drops close by. So, okay. I mean, it's just like the uh, the it's like the uh, hunter's throwing knife, except I'm able to retrieve it. Okay. So, um, which it, it, every time I pick it up. It instantly recharges my, my melee ability so I can sit there and just throw a hammer constantly yeah. if I'm if I'm really good about it. But when i when I fucking miss and I miss horribly, no,
4: no, my hammer. It's, it's really funny like when
0: you when you miss and you're like, little help. Uh
4: help.
1: So <laughs>
0: we, it, what if you threw that thing like over a cliff or something like? Do you have to like wait for it just to recharge or something like that? Yeah,
1: it's just like it's okay. just like a melee recharge. I have to sit there and wait for it to to recharge, just like the grenade or any other melee ability. I think it re- gotcha. takes longer to uh, recharge, actually. Yeah, it feels longer. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what you get for trying to use Millennium, and you don't have the ability to pull her back. <laughs>
1: yeah, it cracks me up every time I fucking straight up miss though. Like, No. He <laughs> can yeah. go pick it back up. By the way, Miles. Yeah, not if you throw it off the fucking map, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool that we're going to get new powers. Hopefully, they're a little bit more expanded upon than the one, the new ones uh, that we kind of got this last time around. Yeah. Because um, while throwing the hammers, fun and everything, and the the spinning around with that giant ball is is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I haven't really been all that impressed with the other classes, middle tier uh, changeups. So and really, I guess you really call those more like augments, not new powers, but yeah. augments.
0: it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, uh, that new class uh, subclass, because um, they all have to have those. They all have to have three tiers. They have to have three different sets. So when they only show us one or one set and you have that one augment in the middle, for each of the other subclasses is the new one going to have that. Right. And it makes me go, well, or is it
1: just going to be another
0: augment? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or, and and if it's just going to be another augment, well, I don't want that. Yeah. I want a new actual subclass. I want to, you know, shit. I want a new class in the game.
1: Uh, I want to be able to have four people in a squad.
0: Yes. (laughs) That was the other thing that I was disappointed. Like they still won't do that guys. Come on. Not everything should be three players. Yeah. When did this happen? Like, why did we decide three players for for a game company that came up doing four players everywhere and went to three players? What happened? We only have three classes. Well, it doesn't matter because you can end up with three freaking warlocks in the same room. So it's not exactly splitting things up, is it? Anyways, that's just a gripe it looks like some pretty cool stuff. I was really surprised to see the fact that they just went ahead and were like, all right, this is coming out. Then this is coming out. And then this is coming out. And I was like, damn. All right. And then, uh, when they talked about the next DLC drop and they have the, you know, they have the pre-orders right now, you can buy the next full, you know, year of seasons right away. You don't even have to buy just the DLC. You can buy the DLC and all the seasons right away. And with that, you get the no time to explain exotic, you get the catalyst for the exodus what?
1: Yeah. When the, when that DLC releases. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're going to get the no time to explain. You're going to get the catalyst. You're going to get the ornament for it. You also, if you buy, you know, if you buy that pack, you also get the, uh, uh, an exotic sparrow that's going to be coming out and an exotic shell that's going to be coming out. So I was like, all right, well, they're, I
1: I thought you got the shell and the banner right away.
0: You do. Uh, you get those right away. Uh, sorry, you're right. Um, you get the shell and the banner right away, uh, and you do get that as a pre-order, I think, for all editions. Yeah, I think so. So
1: uh, I'm, I, I'll look into it. I, I'm Like I said, I'm intrigued enough that I will likely wind up playing it. Downside is uh, <laughs> when it's going to be coming out, I, I very well may be embroiled in other games at that point in time.
0: Yeah, I think... <sighs> I mean it comes out in September. And I think the thing that I'll be ramping up for will be uh PS5 in reality. And I have a tremendous backlog, so we'll see.
1: Oh yeah, something to uh to quickly uh cover uh I, at the very beginning of the PS5 event, they it was uh hosted, I guess, by GTA. Uh so everybody that has GTA on PS4 In the multiplayer, they're supposed to be getting a million dollars in the in-game currency per month until uh, the release of the PS5. Um, When the PS5 comes out, Grand Theft Auto Online is supposed to be completely free. Um, And I think they're supposed to be doing an updated
0: version of Grand Theft Auto on the system. Well, uh, they're the not working you know, they're, they're not going to come out with Grand Theft Auto 6 anytime soon. So I guess they got no, to do something no. to try and make as much money as they can from people. But uh, that's funny because you could still have a million dollars a month for the next year and you still wouldn't have enough money to do everything.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, all they got to do is just increase the price of shit and yeah. it doesn't fucking make a difference.
0: Man,
2: you're still being. A million dollars a month? I'll be able to afford like a really cool car in that game in like six months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, but I mean, I
1: I guess it's something for so GTA online fans. I know Loach was excited about it um, because he still dabbles with it.
0: Except he's playing it on Xbox now for no fucking reason. Yeah, I don't know if they're (laughs) doing anything for Xbox. He's
2: probably (laughs) doing that so I won't blow up all of his cars.
0: Well, the thing is, like, (laughs) none of us jump into it anymore. Like, we don't jump in on on PS4, and that's probably why he switched over because he probably has a friend on the Xbox.
1: i had but i had my fun with it i'm done
0: (laughs) yeah it it was fun while it lasted we had a good time i did my whole drunken shtick on it and it was it was funny (laughs) but that was you know that's about as far as that went
1: um just i and i drove around in an armored vehicle shooting flares at people
0: yep so i you know all right Uh, cool it's cool that they're doing something yeah they also made the announcement that uh if you own destiny right now destiny 2 Uh, it will, you will be able to upgrade it for free for the Xbox or for the Xbox, uh, series X and the PlayStation five when those come out. So.
3: Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, which is as it should be, which is, yeah, (laughs) that's the way it should work. So hopefully that is the thing that everybody else carries over, but we all know that EA is not. Question is,
1: will I be able to log out of destiny on PS five without it having an error? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well of course not the thing is you you like here's here's the thing miles you keep doing it the the dumb way of trying to do it from in game instead of just going oh no to the i game stopped and saying close application
1: and uh, i stopped i stopped and, trying to log out of it a long time and now. that's
0: the reason why you, you totally mistaken log out in the game <laughs> for crash, crash system and uh and that's really what you should look at it as <laughs> you, you gotta read between the lines man <laughs>
1: Got to read the tooltip when i highlighted it right you just want to fucking crash this game
0: <laughs> great I'm trying to think of anything else anything guys nothing uh, i
3: can't think of anything else. i could think about one minor disappointment the trailer for resident evil 8
0: yeah i forgot to ask you about that what'd you think of that
3: uh, you know i was like i was open to it and then i realized you were ethan and i was like fuck it i might be out <laughs> So I really didn't care for fucking Resident Evil Seven, and that just continuing that story.
0: Yeah. The thing, the thing that threw me off is that it, it feels very not modern. It looks like it takes place like the whole trailer looks like it takes place back in like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, man, like this, this like at first when I saw it, like when they were going, I was like, this seems very kind of Resident Evil ish, like very Japanese horror. And uh, I'm open to it if it is a Resident Evil game. Then it was like Village, you know, Resident Evil Eight. I'm like, you guys could just call these games like a different title. Like we get, we've gone through this before, listeners. That they don't, they're not really Resident Evil games at this point. No. But they take place in the Resident Evil universe, so I'm appreciative of the, you know, the main title being Village and then Resident Evil. Underneath that, even though it's probably going to be called Resident Evil 8, the villa or Resident Evil 8 village. Uh,
3: and I'm waiting for the bestest menagerie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but regardless, I'll call it I, I will call it village. You know, it looks really cool. I am don't I don't know if I if I'm going to care about it being Ethan or not. I probably won't play it anytime soon yeah. because it took me a while to really get through uh, what I got through in resident evil seven. And it wasn't because it was hard or anything. It was just because I lost motivation in that game.
3: And you don't care for Ethan
0: partially. Yeah. Partially because I don't really care (laughs) about Ethan, uh, his story or really the people involved in it. And while I liked the bad guys, the, the main villains for it, I, I felt like the overall enemies were lackluster. They were just, uh, You know, they were all kind of like, we came up with one enemy type and that's what we used for the rest of it. And I sat there going, you know, people praised this game and they gave crap to other games that do this all the time. So why is it acceptable here, but it's not with these other games? And I just sat to myself, I'm like, it's not acceptable here. It's not really that acceptable. While it's still, you know, while it's still a good game, it's not as great as everybody made it it out to be. It does some really cool stuff, and hopefully that stuff carries over to the next one. But I hope they do a little variety going into this next one, and it looks like they're taking on a lot more supernatural kind of stuff, which is cool, because that's where Resident Evil 4 originally was going to go. You know, Resident Evil 4 was originally going to involve ghosts and stuff like that, and I wouldn't mind seeing Resident Evil kind of taking that turn for the series. Uh, I think it's weird that you see Chris in it, and it looks like Chris is basically an umbrella hitman now. Uh, So this you could consider... in my opinion you could probably consider these Resident Evil games as more of a alternate universe Resident Evil because it doesn't really match up with any of the previous games not even the new remakes of 2 and 3 but we'll see and this this is kind of funny because there was actually a rumor that Resident Evil 4 was going to get a complete remaster and that's kind of they it looks like they borrowed a lot of stuff from what Resident you know the aesthetic I should say of what was going
2: on in Resident Evil 4
3: I agree Resident Evil 4 remake comes out with the Chainsaw Controller. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would be excited if they redid Resident Evil 4. It's probably my favorite one. It's a good game. Uh, the only thing that sucks is the beginning
0: when you get stuck in that house and you have to live through that.
2: Oh god, yeah.
0: It's another Resident Evil. We'll see. There's gonna, you know, they got they have a fan base for it. There's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna want to buy it. And it looked pretty. Uh, uh, except for the massive frame rate drops in the trailer, uh, which you could tell, like, it's still aff- It's still an alpha. It's, it's not finished game. So I wouldn't expect it to be out of this world. Uh, I laughed when the old man shot the shotgun and there was no reaction from Ethan. Like, the guy shot a shotgun directly at his chest and Ethan didn't move. Like, uh, that kind of seems weird. Like, I get that he's practically invincible for no reason, that or for some reason that hasn't been explained since the first, you know, since the first time he appeared in resident evil, what they cut his arm off in resident evil seven. They didn't explain how, it, you know, how it went back on.
3: Yeah. It was more guesswork of how it came back on. Cause they never directly told you how.
0: Yeah. So with resident evil eight, he gets shot in the chest with a shotgun and he's completely okay. He's just like, Oh no, don't shoot. <laughs> when he said, don't shoot. I laughed. Cause all I could think of was mantis look out. <laughs> <laughs> freaking
3: Drax uh I think I'm gonna wait for it to go on sale
0: yeah I if I ever if I ever get it given the amount of other games that I have to play and still go through may you know it, it'll probably be way down the line if ever but it still looked cool it's it kind of it, it was one of those games where it piqued my interest right away and I knew it was going to be going into the Resident Evil towards the end. But it was cool. It was cool looking.
3: Yeah, they could totally redeem themselves if they just fully embrace the supernatural or the occult aspect and just go with it.
1: Yeah. I thought it was funny that I was sitting there trying to come up with a funny-ass fucking name for it, not knowing that it was going to be Resident Evil. Yeah. And then two seconds after I start naming it, it pops up Resident Evil. Yeah. Like, uh, I did not actually see that coming.
0: (laughs) So... Listeners, thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Please go on Facebook, like us on Facebook. You can't follow us on Twitter anymore. Like we said last podcast, we got rid of our Twitter account. If you want to get rid of your Twitter Twitter account, we highly recommend it. If nothing else, take a break from Twitter. It's going to be healthy for you. You're going to feel better about yourself and about life in general if you just get away from the social media. And we realize only about 2% of the entire population actually hang out on Twitter. And hopefully, listeners, you're not one of them anymore. But regardless... Get away from some social media. Try to take a break. If you want to have some good, intelligent conversations with people, go and actually meet them face-to-face. Don't do it over social media because most people can't understand. Text does not convey tone. Please uh, tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. Go on podbean.com if you want to follow us on Podbean and you don't like iTunes. Follow us on iTunes if you do like iTunes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Anderson. Miles. Keep on geeking on, and
4: we're out.